0: Welcome to the Author's Way Podcast, a journey to finding your voice. I believe that our stories are powerful. Our experiences have helped to teach us important lessons, and our stories help us to use those lessons to teach others. Stay tuned to hear some great stories and learn how you can use your own stories to raise your professional profile, promote your brand, and become a published author. Hey there, welcome to the Author's Way Podcast. A Journey to Finding Your Voice. My name is Jennifer Wright, and I'm your podcast host. And I am so excited that you chose to join me for this next episode. Last week, we had an opportunity to speak with Ursula Lentini. And we talked about fighting writer's block and fighting those voices inside our heads that are telling us that we can't do this and really kind of figuring out ways to get past the challenges that are are keeping us from writing or keeping us from getting our book done. So we're going to expand on that topic a little bit more today and we're going to talk about some actions you can take. I fully believe that when we get stuck and we find ourselves procrastinating or we find ourselves blocked a lot of times because we're just not sure what to do next. So I want to provide you some some really practical next steps that you can take when you get into that situation where you're you're stuck. And these are steps that are going to help you to advance in your your book writing process. So these are all things that that you will eventually need to do as you're working on the book are things that might help you free up some brain space so you can, begin to think creatively or begin to come up with really good content. So these are not going to distract you from the book. They actually will help you continue to move forward with the book. And some of them are things that you'll need to do at some point during the process anyway. So why not go ahead and knock it out right now? So before we get into that, I just want to remind you that this podcast is brought to you by Execurite. We are a ghostwriting and book consulting firm. We help authors, we help entrepreneurs, we help executives to increase their visibility, to raise their professional profiles and to get their words out into the world. And we do that by having them write, publish and market their books. And so having a book is a great tool if you're an entrepreneur, it's a great tool to help you to make sure that you're getting your words out there and getting in front of your right and perfect clients. If you're an executive, it's a tool that can help to raise your professional profile, maybe help you to land that next new job, help you to increase your credibility in your space. So if you have a book in your heart, in your mind, in your soul, and you're looking for some help in getting started or getting finished, please head over to execurite.com. That's E-X-E-C-U-W-R-I-G-H-T T.com, And take a look at our programs and or go ahead and schedule a strategy session. Would love to hear your story and learn what you have going on. So let's talk a little bit about blocks and procrastination and getting stuck because it it happens to all of us. And in a creative process such as writing, I think sometimes it's easier for us to get stuck because we have so many things going on in our lives and so many things that keep us from being creative. So when we sit down to be creative, it's hard. It's mind work. It's, you know, really kind of digging into your mind and your heart and your soul and pulling out things that might, you might not be comfortable sharing yet. So first off, let me say, let me give you permission. With a few exceptions, meaning if you have a contract with someone to complete your book within a certain time. So maybe you're working with a publisher and you have an agreement to finish it in a certain time period. Other than that exceptional scenario, you do not have to write have your book finished by any certain time. So I'm giving you permission to take that pressure off of yourself. It's great to have a plan. It's great to have a strategy. It's great to set some deadlines for yourself. And those are really good tools that you can use to help you get things done. However, if having a plan, having, you know, accountability is causing you to not be able to get it done, then stop. I'm giving you permission right now to ignore your deadline. I'm giving you permission to allow yourself the time and the space to be creative in the way you need to be creative. You don't have to put that kind of pressure on yourself. And as a matter of fact, the more pressure you put on yourself to hit a deadline or to do something in a certain way, the harder it could become to actually be creative. So you don't have to do that. I'm telling you that you can stop that. You can give yourself the space to become who you are and to create what you need to create. And I think if that's something you're doing, I think once you sort of release that, you will find that the creative process will become a lot easier for you. I was talking with someone the other day and she was very frustrated because she hadn't she wasn't further along with the book than, than she was, but she also had a lot of things going on in her life. She had, you know, she had kids that she was having to get to their activities. She had aging parents that she had to deal with certain challenges there. She had her own job that she was working through. so. She was putting so much pressure on herself to get to a certain milestone in her book that when she sat down to write, all of that pressure came up and it was blocking her from getting her work done, getting her writing done. So if that's what you're finding happening, just stop it. Don't do that. Don't do that to yourself. A lot of times you're going to kill your creativity by putting all that pressure on yourself. So I'm giving you permission right now to stop doing that. And I think you may find that you're, that you can be much more productive in your writing because it is mind work. It is creativity. And when we put those boundaries on ourselves, we're kind of stifle that creativity a little bit. So it can be done when it gets done. So the other thing I want to talk about, so, so please do that. So I I also want to talk about some other things that you can do when you find yourself stuck they are things that will help you get your book done. They are things that that will help you be productive, but they will also help you open up your mind and help keep you from being stuck or you know help those blocks. One of the things I recommend to a lot of people because I think we we think about writing as a physical activity. It is a you know we sit down at the computer and we tell ourselves to think about what we want to write about and we. Get ready to type it all in. And then physically, and I've I've run into this myself, the thoughts do not come. So one of the big things that I recommend to people when they have that is don't try to write it. So take out your phone. uh, Get get yourself a, a little voice recorder if you prefer to do that. All the phones now, the smartphones come with some type of memo recorder. So you can just use your phone. And just talk it. A lot of times, that for a lot of us, talking is a lot easier than actually physically writing. So just take your recorder, start it, maybe give yourself a little bit of a timer. You don't have to do that. So I, I like setting a timer for myself just to kind of give myself some some boundaries. But just pick a topic and start talking about it. It may not be able to translate strictly into a chapter, But you've got all of your content that you can now edit and turn it into a chapter or a section of a chapter. And I think you'll find if you're really stuck in trying to get the words out, that that's a great way to do it because a lot of us, we're talkers, we're communicators, we're verbal. So so the words may come a whole lot easier if you're just talking about it. Another thing that I like to do kind of in the same vein is if I'm stuck writing on my computer, I'll put the computer away and I'll pull out a pad of paper and a pencil. I like using a pencil. I like the way the pencil flows on the page. You may not like a pencil, you may prefer a pen. So which whatever you prefer, you can use colored pens, colored pencils, markers, whatever you prefer, and just start writing, physically writing on the page. I have found sometimes that when the pencil is on the paper and I hear that scratching noise that you get when you're writing with a pencil, something about that activity helps my brain flow better. It helps the thoughts flow. And so a lot of times I can't actually write on the computer. I have to get out a pad of paper and a pencil. The other interesting thing that I do with that is I use that as an editing tool. So I write it out physically on the paper. As I'm then transposing it from the paper to the computer, I can edit it. So I use that step as an editing step. So it may sound like an extra step, but if you make it a useful step, you know, use it as part of your editing process, then you don't feel like it's time wasted. Another thing that I like to recommend for people who are really challenged with trying to to get past a block or are having a hard time trying to figure out what to write is read. There are tons and tons of really great authors out there. You probably have a few authors who are your favorites. I could give you some of my favorites. I love Brene Brown. I love Simon Sinek. I love Ryan Holiday. I love John Maxwell. I mean, and that's just a very small sampling, the ones I could think of from the top of my head. But they're very, very good authors out there that have written really powerful books. So pick one up. Find one of your favorite authors. Pick up one of your favorite books that maybe you've already read. And look for some recommendations from your friends or your colleagues. And just do some reading. You'll find inspiration, you'll find ideas. you will find different methods that those authors are using to craft their books that may speak to you, may give you some inspiration. Maybe you'll find some really good quotes that you want to maybe put up your on your wall that you know provide you with some inspiration. And it's just a really good way to get out of your own headspace and really kind of connect into someone else's and help you to get past those blocks. And if you have any ideas while you're reading, grab a pad of paper and jot them down. Don't lose the ideas so that when you get back to your writing, you've got these really great ideas that you can use to help craft your own book. Another thing that I have found really helpful is just doing some brainstorming. So maybe you're working on a chapter and you know what the chapter is about, but you're having a hard time finding the right words or the right way to sort of lay out the information. There's a really good technique called mind mapping that I really love. It has been very useful to me many, many times over my life, throughout my career, while I'm writing. So basically what you do, there are some computer software that you can use. One that is really good is called Mind Manager. You don't have to use the software. You can actually do it you know, very manually. I use sticky notes. You don't have to use sticky notes. You can just do it on a piece of paper. So basically what you do is you take your topic, you put it in the middle of your page, or if you're using sticky notes, you put it kind of in the middle of whatever you're sticking the notes on the wall, the window. I like using windows, or wherever you're putting the notes. So you write your topic on that sticky note and you stick it on, you stick it on the wall, or you write it down in the middle of the paper. And then you just start thinking about what are the different, what are the different elements of that topic? And you take, you draw a line and you draw a line from the middle. And for each idea you have, you write it down and you draw a line from the middle to that idea. And you just put those ideas all around that central topic. Then you go to each thing that you just wrote. I like to draw a circle around each one. You take, each idea that you just wrote that's related to that topic and you do the same thing. So you take that idea and then you expand on it and you write all of the ideas that you came up with around that one. And you just keep doing it for every idea. Then you expand it out again. You go you know, to the next level and you write down these ideas could be, they can make no sense. They can be really good. Maybe you discard some of them, throw some of them away. But you now have a lot of really good content that all you have to do is take each one of those elements that you just created on the page or or with your sticky notes, and you've got a topic to write about for every single one of them. And maybe not everyone goes into that particular chapter you're working on. Maybe you come up with some really good ideas that go into another chapter. But it just, it's a way to sort of free your mind up. It, there's no right or wrong. There's no perfect. Some of the ideas you may never use. Some of them, maybe you use them, but you turn them into something completely different. It's just a really good way of just pulling all that information that's in your brain, in your mind, and getting it on paper where you can now use it for content for your book. Another really good way is I think sometimes we get kind of caught in sort of a linear process. So maybe we've just dis- we've decided what our book is. We have written down all of our topics. We have outlined all of our chapters. We know what the title of every chapter is. And now we're sitting down to write all the content. And we start with chapter one and then we finish chapter one and we go to chapter two. And then, you know, and three and four and so on. You don't have to use a linear process. Remember, this is creative work. This is this is you're pulling information out of your brain. Your brain doesn't always operate linearly. So think about, you know, the great example of you know you go to do laundry, and while you're gathering up all of your laundry, you come across a shirt that needs a button on it, sewn on it. So you go, you take that shirt and you take it and you go. To sew the button on. When you pull out the drawer to get the button and get the thread and the needle to sew the button on, you see a picture that you've not seen in a long time. So you pull the picture out and it reminds you of something. So then that reminds you to go that you need to go take the garbage out. So all of things, these things happen, and two hours later you have you still haven't finished the laundry. That's the way our brains work. We get. Our thoughts pop into our heads. The same thing can happen when you're writing your book. It doesn't have to be a linear process. It can, you can skip around on the chapters. You can go from chapter one to chapter four. I find myself when I'm working on a book, going through it, and I'll know what the overall outline of the book is. And I may find a piece of content in chapter three that I think works better in chapter 10. So instead of finishing chapter three, I will go ahead while I've got that thought in my head, I will go ahead and take that chunk of content and move it. And it may not be a matter of just moving it. I may then need to do some work on it to craft it so that it goes into that chapter. I'm constantly jumping from chapter to chapter. So if you find yourself stuck, if you're working on a chapter, or you're working on a piece of content and you find yourself stuck, leave it, walk away from it, go work on another chapter, go work on another topic, go work on another project. Maybe I like having several projects going on at the same time. I have right now two books that I'm working on. I have articles that I'm working on. I have blog posts that I'm working on. So at any given time, if I get stuck on one, I can actually leave it, just stop worrying about it, go to one of the other projects, and I may find that my creati- creativity comes back as I jump over to another project. And then when I come back to that one, My mind is now fresh and I can now be creative again on that particular topic that I'm trying to write about. So there are lots of ways that you can find to kind of compact these blocks and some very practical ways that you can, some techniques that you can use to really kind of stop yourself from being stuck. You don't have to be stuck. And don't be careful to fall in the trap of, and I have done this myself, but be careful of falling in the trap of, I can't think of what to write. I'm stuck. I'm blocked. I'm just going to leave it for now. So what a lot of times happens is you leave it for now and then it doesn't come back or it takes much longer than you want it to, to come back. And then you feel like you're not making progress. And we want to make sure that you're making progress. We want everyone to be able to feel successful and get their work done um, or get their book done. And there are ways that we can do it without necessarily putting all that pressure on ourselves to get this particular thing done right now. So hopefully these tips were helpful their techniques that I use. their techniques that I found other people use. Just don't feel like getting stuck is a permanent state. There are definitely ways that you can stop it and feel like you're progressing and feel like you're being successful. The last thing I'm going to share with you is celebrate, 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 celebrate even the smallest of successes. You finish a chapter, fantastic. Go pour yourself a a glass of wine and enjoy the, the fact that you completed something. You don't have to wait until the whole book is done to celebrate, celebrate small wins along the way because you will find that it energizes you and it helps you to make even more progress because you become anxious for the next celebration. One of the things that I love, and I have a lot of corporate experience. So one of the teams I used to work with had a captain's bell, like a bell from a boat. And every time, this was a sales team, every time they had a win, every time they had a sell, someone would go and ring the bell. I love that. It was such a simple way to celebrate, but every time someone rang the bell, the entire team knew that they had a great success and they got to celebrate. So find little things like that, that you can do. Give yourself a, you know, give yourself a massage, take an afternoon off, go to the park and take a walk. Find, you can find like some really cool things and things that you really enjoy to celebrate your successes and remind yourself while you're doing that activity, while you're doing it, that this is your celebration. This is your pat on the back. This is your way to, to say, yes, go me, I'm great, and I'm making progress, I'm being successful. So until next time, I've enjoyed talking with you today. I hope you got some insights out of this. Would love to hear from you. Please feel free to visit my site, rightcom or my Facebook page, The Author's Way, and leave a comment, like the page, and feel free to... Share with us anything else that you would like to hear on upcoming episodes. Thank you so much. My name is Jennifer Wright, and this is The Author's Way. Thank you for listening to The Author's Way podcast. I'd love to hear from you about any future topics you'd like me to cover or other authors you would like to hear from. Head over to my Facebook page, The Author's Way, Like that page and join a community of writers, authors, and fans. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe and leave a five-star review. Thanks again, and I'm looking forward to seeing you next time.